Family matters. Can you say that with me? Family matters. Amen. Let's go to the Word this morning. <clears throat> I thought about what to title this message today, and I just thought about, I guarantee it. Amen. I get, you know the, the Louisiana talker down there? I guarantee it. Amen. Come on. I'm going to tell you something. Now, again, I, I like to talk to men, uh, you know, as often as I can. That's why I pray with them. That's why I huddle up with them once a month. Uh, I have I, I coach. I get on the ball field. I spend a lot of time with men, young men. I enjoy that. Uh, and I've had, you know, I've got great friendships with men. So sometimes my heart leans towards men. But I think, I think if a man's a strong man in the family, that family's going to be better off. Flat out. Doesn't mean the women don't matter. Not at all. But I think women want a strong man, a godly man, a good man. Who doesn't want a good man, say? A good man. And, of course, a man wants a good woman. So this message, when you see it, it might be sort of focused a little bit towards men. But listen to me. These things work for both of us. So don't just take it like, ooh, it's just the men. Are you crazy? Come on, let's go with the program. Here we go. Let's get it going this morning. So I guarantee it. Pop it up. Do you want to know some principles from God's Word that will bring guaranteed blessing into your life? Don't you want to know something like that? Guaranteed blessing. Guaranteed. Say, not, not bull that you hear on TV half the time. Yes or no? Or stuff our crazy head. Guaranteed blessing in our life and the life of your wife, husband, your church. Amen. Say, if you're not married, good. You just keep looking. You're going to learn today. Amen? Because this is God's word for all of us. Let's keep looking. But we're in a little series on the family. Number one, in family, in marriage, in family, in marriage. Say that with me loud. Cleave, don't. One more time. Cleave, don't leave. Let's read some scripture. So what's that mean to me? These are my words, but guys, it means in a marriage, hang on. Have the attitude that, hey, I'm with you. I'm going to be faithful to you. Wife, be faithful to husband. Yes or no? Okay? There's no exit strategy. Say that with me. There's no... Now, we know, we know there are things that happen. Adultery. Okay, I understand that. Abuse. I understand that. Child molestation. It's horrible. It's part of the reality of people today and, and relationships. It's horrible out there. So when I say cleave, don't leave, I ain't saying don't be an idiot. I'm not saying be an idiot up here. Yes or no? Yes or no? I'm saying be faithful to God. Do the right thing, but still have your brain plugged in. Amen. Say, okay? Because Jesus is clear on these things. What did he say about, so what did he say about people that molest children? Here's what he said. It's better that a millstone that's about 2,000 pounds be hung about their neck and buried in the depths of the sea. You might not have knew your Savior said that. That's how much he loved children. Y'all hear me? Aren't you glad you got a Savior that loves children like that? Come on, let's praise the Lord this morning for him loving kids. Amen. Okay? So keep that in mind. So when we're saying cleave, don't leave. Now listen, hang on, don't hit the road what? Come on, No. Marriage is tough. Marriage is hard. Family gets tough. Okay? It gets hard raising young ones. You going to give up on your kids? No. This is guaranteed blessing right here. Therefore shall a man leave. That's where we got the cleave, don't leave. Therefore shall a man leave his father and mother and shall do what? Cleave. So cleave, don't leave. 
He'll leave his father and mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be what? One. One. You got to have that mentality. I, hey, look, I done left mama. Amen? Say. And we're going to hang in here. He said, for this cause, over over in Matthew, for, for, shall I, for this cause shall a man leave father and mother and shall do what? Cleave to his wife and the two shall be one flesh. Wherefore they are no more two, but what? What therefore God had joined together, let no man what? You knew that was in wedding vows, didn't you? It's right in the Bible. Pretty cool, huh? Okay. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother over in Ephesians. So this isn't like one little verse in the Bible. This is all through. This is how family is supposed to be. Y'all okay? Yes or no? Okay. And shall be joined unto his wife, and the two shall be what? One. There we go. So cleave, don't leave. Don't leave. Say that with me. Say that loud. Don't leave. Know and believe that you're one flesh. Know this in family. Family matters, guys. Well, I can just go find me somebody else. Hey, guys, it's no, it's no picnic out there. It, I never thought in a million years I'd get divorced. Okay? It wasn't going to happen to Clark because I'm a cleave, don't leave guy. Amen? Say. But sometimes bad things happen. Abuse happens. Okay? Adultery happens. And it broke my heart. It killed me. Amen? And made me feel like I was nothing to be hurt like that, to be left. It's hard, right? I still want to be that kind of man. Y'all hear me say, cleave, don't leave. Say that with me. Cleave, don't leave. Don't give up on God. Don't give up on His Word. No, this is the right thing for my life. Have I lost you? Am I too hard on you today? Come on. So don't leave. Communicate your commitment to your what? Guys, and, and wife, do that to your husband. And let the kids see it. Y'all right? Let the kids, the kids are going to see it. They're going to see, wow. They're not even going to know. They're not going to know any different. Little Abby and Danny are growing up right now, five and eight. Little Abby and Danny. You know, one of the things I do with Danny now, little five-year-old Danny, I'll hug on Kim, you know, and I'll go, this is my mommy. And I'll hug on her, kiss on her, and, you know, this is my mommy. And Danny will go, she's my mommy. And sometimes Danny now will be with Kim, and she'll grab Kim and go, this is my mommy. We're communicating a message, aren't we? That I love this woman. And I'm growing in love, guys. But my commitment is there. That solid cleave, don't leave. This is a good thing. Amen? Cool? So... Husbands, love your wives. That's what the Bible teaches. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. This is what the Bible teaches us to do. I'll never leave you what? Communicate that. Nothing wrong with saying that. Believe that. Believe that this is going to be a good relationship, a pure relationship. Don't think, oh, but this could happen and that could happen and this could happen. I'm getting an exit strategy in case all this happens. Don't think like that. I'm going to trust the Lord. I'm going to do right. Amen. Say. Okay? So I'm telling you, if I can do this, you can do this. Say that with me. If I can do this, you can do this. Come on. Because he's with us. Amen? And I look out here and I see faithful husbands and wives. And I see relationships. I see some that are starting again. I see a lot of pain, a lot of hurt. 
But I, I, want you to, I want you to get it right. Amen. Say. Come on. This is guaranteed. Communicate to one another. I'm going to have to be cutting too because we're one flesh. Okay? I'm going to have to be cutting too because we're one flesh. I'm not leaving. Okay? And if you're, if you're the leaving kind, I don't mean to upset you this morning. I ain't. Okay? Is that okay with you? I don't want to be the leaving kind. I want to be the staying kind. Boy, you are quiet today. It's who I am. It's what I want to be. This provides what for your family? Can you help me in that church? This provides what? Security for your wife and children. Do, do women at home need to worry about if the husband's going to be in their life? Say, no. That's bull. Do the kids need to know, wonder where daddy is? Wonder, no, guys, this is God's plan. This is God's will for our life. And if this cuts us a little bit because we're in a different situation, I want you to know this is God's perfect plan for our life. This is, this is what's best for our families. Families that have this kind of foundation, mom, dad, the commitment, the children see that commitment, that love just flows down to the kids. This is blessed of what? God, absolutely, absolutely. Cleave, don't leave. That's point number one this morning. This takes courage. A lot of courage. It takes commitment. It takes compassion. Nothing like marriage and the family that is going to test our compassion and our love and our commitment. It takes what? Confession. A lot, oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. Amen? But meaning it. And saying it. Saying you're sorry. That's so important. But meaning it, though, not, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, so I just repeat my stupid behavior. That's what happens so often. Communication, and it takes a whole lot of what? Cuddling. You didn't know I was a cuddler, did you? That big old mean fella, he's a cuddler. Oh, yeah. That's who I am. That's why I love putting my arm around you. That's why I love loving on you. It just does something for me. I love that. Amen? The feeling of love. So, this picture of daddy, I know I'm talking to men again, but it's okay. This is good for the family, guys. This picture of daddy and mama never leaving is an imprint in the mind and spirit of your what? Your children. That their heavenly father will never leave them nor forsake them. That's huge. I want my kids to know, Mitch and Elise. Now, Elise is away in Louisiana today. How many read about the boating accident where the young man was killed? Well, the fellow driving the boat, that was one of his best friends. Well, that fellow driving the boat is a boy that grew up with us since he was a little boy. And so his sister's a nurse in Louisiana. She flew home for his surgery. Of course, the other guy was killed in the boating accident out there in the water. And so she flew in. And Elise uh, drove back with her just to spend time with her and to love on her. Amen? I believe some of that compassion that Elise has comes from the way she was loved. Y'all hear me, yes or no? I believe that. And I'm proud of her today. I'm proud of her today being in Louisiana with her friend, showing love and driving back that way with her. And, and she's got a little baby. And Elise says, I, just want to spend, I can't wait to spend time with that little baby. I love that. Okay? This is important, guys, what we're talking about family today. 
God will bless this. What? He will bless. Cleave, don't leave. How much will he bless this? How much do you believe in this, Clark? I guarantee it. You hear me, yes or no? We're not talking about staying with an abuser. We're not talking about staying with someone that cheats on you like a dog. I ain't talking about that. You matter more than that. Amen. Say, you matter more than be treated like that. Yes or no? Hello? Okay, but I am talking about, listen, don't have an exit strategy. You plan on staying with that marriage, I'm going to stay. What about if it gets tough? So what? What don't get tough in life? Say, how many had a little tough marriage? Can I see your hand? It's been tough every once in a while. Can I see you? Don't lie to me. you in church. Come on. Grief. Cleave, don't what? Can we say it loud so people will believe it? One, two, three. Cleave, don't. Amen. Come on. Guaranteed. Why? Because it's based on the word of the living God. Did you also me put the scripture on the screen? Did I put Gary on the screen? No. Scripture. What about if you've been married before? Listen, if you're married, again, cleave, don't leave. Hello. But the first marriage has about a 50% chance of lasting. Second marriage, about a 25% making it. Third marriage drops down. It drops down because there's this pattern of getting out, of getting out, of getting out. Jesus is the only one that can change you. He, aren't you glad that he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you? Be like him. I'll never leave. What if you're disappointed? So what? You think he's ever disappointed in us? Come on. Forgiveness and love and unconditional love and working it out. I could talk about this forever. Number two, here we go. Say that with me. Provide, don't look for a free what? This is guaranteed. What's the Bible say? If any provide not for his own house, and especially for those of his own house, he provides not for his own, his family, and especially those of his own house, Say that last part with me. He has denied the what? The faith, and it's worse than a what? Now, that word infidel means unbeliever, heathen. Okay? So God says if you work, um, you know, instead of being lazy, guys, if we work, yeah, work's a good thing. Okay? And men and women working, I have no problem with that. Okay? I know that mamas do a better job with little babies than daddies do. I'm just telling you, Okay? At least it's worked that way in my family. Amen? Come on. All right? But work. Work is a great thing. There's nothing better for a man than that he should eat and drink and that he should make his, his soul enjoy his what? This also I saw that it was from the hand of God. Why do men like to work? Just specifically again to men. Men enjoy working. Well, you just work so much. Why do you like working so much? Well, God made me that way. Amen. Say, I want to provide. There's a difference in working like a dog to get stuff, 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 and having no time for your family. We're not talking about that, guys. I'm talking about working. Provide for your family. Okay, whatsoever your hand finds to do, do it with all your what? Might. That there, for there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave. That's where you're going. If you want to lay down one day, you're going to get a chance. Because one day you're going to bite the bullet and bite the dust. Amen? Okay? But now you can work. What about when I'm older? Can I still work? Still work. Amen. Yes or no? 
Still work. It's okay. It's a good thing. Provide. Don't look for a free what? You want to hurt your family? We know this. We know this in our country, guys. We know where the biggest crime, the biggest uh, blight on the family and the horrible family structure is in areas of poverty. Okay? Now, whether they're not working or whatever, I'll leave that up to you to figure all that out. But I know it's a problem. Yes or no? And it causes problems. How many? Let's just talk a little bit. Come on, y'all with me this morning. All right, y'all okay? Here we go. You know you come to church to be with a psychologist, but you're okay. Here we go. How many, you would say, some of the toughest times in our marriage has been over finances? Let me see your hand. Come on, raise your hand. Come on, don't lie to me. Come on. Over finances. (laughs) Amen? It's important to work to provide for your family because that's where the devil, the enemy, gets in. Y'all hear me, yes or no? Okay, come on. That you study to be quiet, that you do your own what? Business. That you work with your own what? As we commanded you, that you might walk honestly toward them that are without, and that you might not have what? It's God's will for you to work. It's God's will so you can pay an honest, uh, you know, honestly for something and not have to steal it. This is God's will for the Christian. So many Christians don't, though. They lie, they cheat, they steal. So there goes our salt and light, and the, and the world thinks we're a bunch of fools and hypocrites. That's not God's will. And he won't guarantee that, but he will guarantee this. Keep looking. God will bless you if you accept your responsibility, dad, husband, as a provider of the family. Amen or oh me? Got about four of you. Here we go. Work and work hard. Work and work hard. I'm not saying hard work ain't going to make you sick sometimes, make you fatigued. I think that's what happened to me on Friday. I wasn't feeling well to begin with. Then I worked hard. I drank water, 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 thinking I'm doing the right thing, but I'm depleting me of all my salt and electrolytes in my body. And then I, 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 I mean, if I hadn't have known better, I just went to the hospital, you know. But I recovered, but I still ain't recovered. I'm not who I used to be, guys. I used to get work like that, not even drink water. An animal. Well, I'm not that guy anymore. I've got to be smarter, right? Can you all say smarter so I'll hear it? Smarter, you old fool. Come on. Here we go. This is God's will for our life, but he wants us to use wisdom. Amen? He don't want us to get out there, guys, and uh, be lunatics and have a heat stroke. Amen? Say, come on. God does not bless what? And you're not going to find that in the Bible anywhere. You will find it in America, though. Absolutely. Yeah, baby. You can find it in America. You can be lazy in America and get by and get you a check. Excuse me. God will not bless that. I'll guarantee it. He won't bless that. He won't. Listen, I know for helping people. I love helping. I'm glad I live in a country that wants to help people, but not people abusing help. God's not going to stand by and bless that. And that's why we see the, the, the family totally destroyed. You can have this income coming in, but if you're not working, something ain't right in that house. Y'all hear me or not? Call me old-fashioned. doesn't bother me. This Bible. But this I say, he that sows sparingly shall what? <laughs> you want to have a little bit? Work a little. <laughs> Amen. Well, I don't feel like going to work. Well, you just might not feel like paying a light bill at the end of the month. Okay? He that sows sparingly shall reap sparingly. And he that sows what? 
shall reap bountifully. Put in your time. You work a job, put in your time. God will bless you. Okay? Work hard. Work hard for your employer. Work hard. Work hard for them. Okay? You live in this country. You can do that. We've talked about this before with the good attitude and all that. When, you, when your kids, dad and mom, when they see that you work and you work what? God is blessing them. Do you believe that? Say, God's blessing when they see mom and daddy working. I think God blesses when they see mom and daddy working in the yard. Okay? Not just always sitting back. Do something. Dishes in the sink. Wash them. Hello. Say. You think that matters? Yes or no? Just working. Working hard. This is a good thing. Talk to them when you go out to eat. I try to with my young'uns. It's hard when they're five and eight to make sense of how, where, where the light comes from and it costs money. Amen? And we go to eat and they just see me with this little piece of plastic and they just think it's magic. It ain't magic doing this, is it, guys? God will bless, though. Communicate that to the kids. This takes work, guys. Amen? The picture of daddy providing is an imprint on your children that leads to understanding that their heavenly father, God, will provide everything they what? Need. Why does God bless cleave, don't leave? Because he don't. Why does God bless, provide, don't look for a free ride? Because he's, he provides. He didn't look for a free way out. God so loved the world, he gave his only what? Whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Okay? God's not telling you in some false gospel to go out and kill people and you're going to get virgins one day. What a bunch of craziness. We're going to talk about that next week, by the way. Okay? However, you know what God says? No. I'm not asking you to go out and do something. I'm going to do it. I'm going to provide. While you're yet a sinner, I'm going to send my son to die for you. Is that what the Bible says? Come on. So, God will bless this what? Say it with me. Guaranteed. Maybe I'm talking about this because Elise is in Louisiana. I don't know. Here we go. Cajun, Cajun. Number three, come on, stay with me. We're talking about family. You're in the summer between Father's Day and Mother's Day and Father's Day, and we're doing one last one this Sunday, but it's about the family. Train up. Say that with me. Don't what? We're talking about how do you have a strong family, and what will God bless? Will God bless me if I tick off my kids? He's not going to bless that. He's not going to bless that if that's, if that's my, my relationship with my youngins. Fathers, provoke not your children to what? To wrath, to hate you. Okay? Don't provoke them to be angry with you, but bring them up in the what? Is that word nurture? What does that sound like to you? What kind of word is nurture? Does that sound like you might do something with some tender plants? Say, nurture, cultivate. Nurture and admonition of the Lord, communicating to them the Lord and God's love and His character and letting Him see it in your life. That's what we're to do, not bring them up with wrath and provoking them. And you know how we exhorted and comforted and charged every one of you as a father doth his what? Children. Paul said, the way that I've talked to you and the way that I've loved you and the way that I've brought you up. And guys, never do I put myself as some great example up here. But the bottom line is, I love you. And I know you love me, and I thank you for your love. But I love you. And, so, and I, I hope you know that. 
If you're new and say, well, I don't know, you don't know, I don't know you that well. Stay with me and you're going to know I love you. Yeah, praise the Lord. Amen. Stay with me. You're going to know I love you. But, but, does that mean I'm not going to preach hard? Does that mean, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you the truth. Isn't that what a dad does? Amen. Not that I'm your dad, but this is God's will for me as a pastor to be a leader. Okay, I want to lead. Okay? It doesn't mean I don't love you. It means I do love you. Okay? I'm not just want to pat you on the head. We don't do our children like that, do we? Say, our kids have all kinds of problems and struggles, and you've got all kinds of problems and struggles, and so do I. But the bottom line is, I don't want to guilt you into doing it. I don't want to hate you into doing the right thing. You think that's going to work? Say, and I do raise my voice sometimes, but I don't want to be so angry, angry to get you to do the right thing because there'll be three of us left. Amen. Say, come on, don't do your kids like that. Bring them up. They're tender. Push me, Raj. Nurture them. Lovingly care for them. That's what the word means. Admonish them. Amen. My son, keep your father's commandment. Don't forsake the law of your mama. Amen. Come on. I'm always thinking of my mama. Things that she told me. Even though she was a drunk, she came to Christ later. But much of the stuff she taught me when she was a drunk was right. Even though she didn't do it. (laughs) When she was telling me to do this. Amen. Come on. Bind them continually upon your what? Tie them about your what? This is the way I'm going to walk, baby. Got something pulling me. Truth. When thou goest, it shall lead you. When you sleep, it's going to keep you. When you wake up, it's going to talk with you. Amen? That's how I'm going to go today. For the commandment is a lamp. The law is a what? Life. And reproofs of instruction are the way of what? But we're not supposed to do it where our kids end up growing up hating us. And a lot of people do that. And it happens a lot in the church. Yes or no? Kids grew up in church, and the last thing they're going to do when they get older is go to church. Because it's been shoved down their throat. Who knows? Who knows the reason? A wise son hears his father's what? That's the goal here. I want Mitch and Elise to listen when I speak to them. Knowing that dad does not have an agenda. Dad cares about my best well-being. And I've had to have tough talks with Mitch and Elise. They're my oldest. But I don't think there's ever been a time when I've talked to them that I didn't believe they were listening to me. Amen? Do they always do right? right? No. Did you? No. But I want to keep that way clear like that. Yes or no? Say But if I'm so angry and I've just been so wrathful and mean to them and just, you know, whatever, it's not going to fly, guys. God's not going to bless that. Encouraging and comforting will go a lot lot further than this. A lot further than, this is my house. You're going to do as I say as long as you live it under my roof. Yeah. Let's do a hand up in the air. I told you it's open time. How many either said it or you heard it? Let me see your hand. See that? Look at this is most of us. Amen. Aren't you glad your kids still love you? Say, come on. There is a better way. Doesn't mean don't be strong. Okay, there is a better way. Tough is necessary. Amen, say. We're talking about the family. Are y'all all right or feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm with Oprah Winfrey today or somebody? Okay, here we go. <laughs> Tough 
is necessary at times, but tender, nurturing, admonishing is appropriate, and it's always in what? Style. That's the most time we should spend is on those last things. And the tough is there when you need it. Amen? But this should be the way of life as we, as we love, as we raise our kids. Now, God's not going to bless you if you are always popping a cork and blowing a fuse. You know this is my message because it's the way I talk. You're always popping a cork and blowing a fuse, Dad. I don't understand why God doesn't bless me. I prayed and asked him to. Because you're an idiot. He's like, man, who is this joker over here? You know, I'm not going to bless that. That'd be against his will to bless your craziness. He's holy. That ain't. You're going to suffer for that. It's going to happen. He doesn't talk like that with you. So why do you and I do that with our children? Amen? Yes or no? Now, guys, you've got an old-fashioned daddy up here, and I'm doing it again. I'm raising youngins again. I believe in discipline, strong discipline. You sass your mama, you've got some problems. And certainly, they don't sass me at all. They were there. Hey, Dina, Kim was at the women's thing yesterday. <laughs> Kids are perfect with me. I can't believe it. We go places. Yes, sir. And they're jumping in the car. Mama's just easier. I believe in strong. It sure makes for rest for Gary. Amen. Say, don't you like it when you tell the kids, go sit in there and watch that movie and hush. And they go in there and sit there and watch that movie and hush. Isn't that a beautiful thing? Amen. Isn't that beautiful? Come on. This is gorgeous. I love this. So we believe in discipline, but not anger, stuff like that. Guys, yes or no? Bible says be angry. Do we get angry? Sure we do, but sin not. Don't let anger go where it shouldn't go. God won't bless that. Here's what God said to his son, which every father needs to know this, and mother, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. That's what he said to Jesus. Remember? My son, my son I love, my son in whom I'm well pleased. Say that with me. My son, my son I love, my son of whom I'm well pleased. Our kids need to hear that. You know what Jesus, what God was saying publicly from heaven to Jesus, before all those people, Jesus is being baptized. The Holy Spirit comes like a dove. He's saying, I claim you. Say that with me. That's what we need to tell our kids. I what? One thing about growing up in, the light, in my home with a drunk mama, there was no doubt about it. I belonged to her. And she showed me more times than not that I belonged to her when I did wrong. And you're not going to get by with that. And she'd wear my butt out. I'm going to tell you that right now. And I had a strong mama, big mama. Okay, you've seen big mama on TV? No, she won't that big. But anyway, she was big. All right, she's strong. Mama would knock you out. I'd rather fight with a man than fight with my mama. I'm telling you that right now. So, but she was showing me. Mama didn't say she loved me a lot. But had it, all of us kids grew up thinking mama loved us the most. Because she communicated that you're mine. She'd come home sometime, there'd be 20 kids in the yard. And she'd go, she'd get out of that car, she'd open that Ford LTD door, she'd jump out and go, if you don't belong to me, go home. You've heard that before too? <laughs> but you know what? We knew we were Ann Clark's boys. We need to let our kids know that, guys, that, that, that you belong to me. Not just through discipline, but that's why if we don't discipline, they're missing something. You hear me, yes or no? We think if I just debby, 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 debby. No, they're going to think of getting by with everything. They think the whole planet's going to treat them like that, and they're going to get out there and get their face smashed in.
I love you. This is my beloved son. We need to communicate that to our kids that I love you unconditionally. Number three, we need to say this, and a lot of us don't say it, and a lot of us have never heard this. I'm proud of you. Say that with me. I'm what? Now, I've said it to you many times here. I'm proud to be your pastor. I'm proud to hold my head up high in this town and say, I pastor Fellowship Church because I love you. I believe in you. I'm proud of you. No matter where you are on your journey with Christ right now, I I love you and I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for getting up today. I'm proud of you for taking the effort to make your marriage better. I'm proud of you for being an honest business person and doing the right thing. That makes me proud of you. You hear me? And who am I? I'm just a fella. But I know what, it's got to feel good to know somebody's proud of you, doesn't it? Doesn't it feel good? Come on, praise the Lord. I am. I am. We need to communicate that to our kids. God will bless this. Nobody wants to call on a God who screams and yells. Amen. And nobody wants to call a daddy. It's hard enough to call dad or mom. When you've royally screwed up. But we want them to be able to call us. Not thinking they're going to get screaming and yelling on the other end. Amen? But not rubber stamping. Ooh, ooh, you're great. You're beautiful. It doesn't matter. Okay? Be honest. But we always want to keep those lines of communication open. The picture of Daddy tenderly nourishing, admonishing, and encouraging is an imprint on your children that their Heavenly Father God loves them and can teach them and direct their what? Isn't that what we want out of our young'uns? Okay? I guarantee this will make a family stronger. Amen? Guaranteed. Let's look at another one. We might have to quit here in a second because I really went long on that one. Lead by following God. Say that with me. Lead by what? Lead by, you want your family to be blessed, sir and mama? Then lead by following God, and they will follow you. I write not these things to shame you, but as my beloved sons, I warn you. Paul writing, for though you have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet have ye not many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, Paul's saying to followers that have followed Christ, who have come to Christ, listen, For in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel. Amen? Whereas I beseech you, be followers of who? Paul wasn't out there. Listen, Paul was not out there preaching and living and doing something different. He was saying, look, I'm not perfect. But I've I've preached the word to you. I've led you to Christ. Follow me. Follow me. And I want to be that kind of guy in your life. Not perfect. Still screw up, but I still want you to be somebody. I want to be somebody that can that you can look to and say, you know what? I can follow him. Amen? Ultimately, we're following Jesus. Amen? You're screwed up. I'm screwed up. He ain't. Okay? This is our path right here. This is a good thing. Lead that way. This is crazy, and I'll quit with some of these stats when we get done right here, Rod. This is plenty good right here. Good, buddy. Here we go. Here's some father stats. You're going to be shocked by this. In spiritual matters, kids take their cues from dad. Now, ma'am, whether you like that or not, that is the way it is. You can, you can well, it's not fair. Well, blame the computer. 
Because this has all been computed. It's true, it's true, it's true. Here it is. Consider these findings. In spiritual matters, kids take their cues from dad. When mom is a regular church goer, but dad attends infrequently, just 3% of their kids go on to become regular church goers. This is mom being faithful. Dad being, well, whatever. 3%. Keep looking. Come on. Come on. Stay with me. When mom is regular attending and dad doesn't ever attend, it just drops one point. Goes down to 2% become regular church goers. So if dad attends it frequently or never, 3% and 2% end up going to church. Keep looking. Let's flip the chart. What if dad is a faithful churchgoer? Just straight up. When mom and dad both attend church regularly, 33% of kids grow up to attend church regularly. Did you see that go from 3% to 33%? Say, whoop! Keep looking. Gets, gets crazier. When dad is regular and mom only goes once in a blue moon, the figure jumps higher. There's something going on. God has, God has created the family. We didn't make the family. We think we did everything. We didn't do anything. Okay? Now, here's the bombshell. When dad is faithful at church, attending, and mom never goes, never goes. You can't see mama dark the door to church. It goes up even higher. 44% of kids end up in church as regular church. Is that the craziest figure you've ever seen in your life? I guess dads do matter after all. I guess when we see the attack on the family and the attack on fathers on television as buffoons, as idiots, you don't need them, whatever, nothing, you know, whatever. I guess, I guess Satan's pretty clever, isn't he? Because dads do matter, okay? Moms matter. Yeah, praise the Lord. Come on, that's good. Praise the Lord. God, it's not that women don't. We know that. But I think, I think you're with me, ladies. I think you, I got you, and we understand this stuff, okay? Come on. Here's the bottom line. Here's the bottom line. Listen to me. In spiritual matters, kids take their cues from who? Why don't you say that again with me? In spiritual matters, kids take, kids take their cues from who? From dad. If papa don't go to church, chances are very slim that his children will become regular Worshippers, And, you know, I understand this, this stat. I know it's not about just getting people to go to church. We know it's about a relationship with Christ. Oh, so you think they're going to have a relationship with Christ? That's even more difficult than <laughs> just getting somebody to go to church. Amen. So this is crazy. So the bottom line, if kids see religion, this is all these stats. This isn't Gary stuff. If kids see religion as a mom thing, they're more likely to become disenchanted. But if dad leads by example, watch this figure. Children, say it with me. Children are 22 times more likely to become a regular churchgoer. And dad, you thought you didn't matter. Do you ever matter? Amen? Come on. Isn't that a crazy stat? Wow. It's unbelievable. So God will bless this. God will bless this if you lead by example and the family, the kids will follow. And ma'am, if you lead by example, I think of Roger's mom. Roger's dad left the family. When you were how old, Rog? 
He was nine years old. His dad was a pastor. It destroyed and hurt this family so bad. I remember the first time I met Roger. He was, I didn't see Roger as somebody that was looking to go to church. <laughs> Even though he grew up in church. He loves his mom. Father's Day, he'll send his mom a card sometimes. I don't know if you do it all the time. Because his mom had to be both. You understand? But the, the chasm that was left in his life, and I love the fact Raj and I are a team. I don't know if y'all know that or not. Have you pictured, Have you figured this out yet? Yeah. And I love him. I love him like a son. And God has motivated me in my life to show him love. Sometimes tough love, right? He's gone to Colorado with me. This past October, I got sick in North Carolina. I had to be rushed to the hospital. Who was with me? Roger. Right there. Amen? So, this stat is true, isn't it, Raj? We need men. We need men in our life. We need men to love us, okay? Need mamas too. I got a little sideways there, but it's just to me as a living proof right here in our midst. Amen? Yes or no? Amen? Can we just close with this? How many grew up, honestly, you had a dad, but he really wasn't there, you didn't have a dad? Can I see your hand? Look in the room. Look in the room. This is a problem, isn't it, guys? We can do better, right? And God will bless this guaranteed. Amen? Let's praise the Lord for his word this morning. We're done. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Family matters! Amen. I love this. I, I love this.